Welcome to Take a Walk, a podcast that happens outside, with your host, Vanessa Gritton. You taught me so much about weed. I know. So, uh, for those of you who haven't figured out already, you're listening to Take a Walk. Hey! This other guy... Some guy named Madam Todd Brown, just giving him a chance on this podcast. I'm in control of the soundboard this time. Uh, we've had a, spe- a spectacularly weird day where I'm very hungover. I spontaneously adopted another guinea pig and all of my guests canceled. So, Who yeah. among us hasn't been there? Who among us has never just been like, I'm going to get a guinea pig and then just have a disaster today? Yeah, yeah. But here to save this disaster is... Adam Todd Brown, who I'm introducing twice in a row, because, oh my god, I'm so hungover, and I don't know if I've packed this thing correctly. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. I'm learning. Uh, so today's an interesting kind of episode, because Adam is my guest, but I'm also sort of the guest. Yeah. Uh, because I'm going to be telling Adam about one of my favorite places in the universe, because I wanted to do two episodes in a row outside of LA, uh, and have them be places I've lived before so I can kind of speak to it. Right. And uh, today we're doing a state that is famously shat on. Florida. Florida. Uh, The Florida of states. It looks like a wang. Um, Sure does. Because the last time I was in Florida, I tweeted you that there's so many Arby's here and a bunch of Unpops fans were like, oh my God, are you guys going to do a show here? And I'm like, no, actually, I'm here for fun. And people couldn't believe that. Yeah, it's rare. Even though Disney World's there. Yeah. Disney World's there, and people are still like, you're in Florida for fun? What? Did I singe my hat? No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, I go there for fun, and it doesn't even have to be the Disney World, I don't know what I'm doing, parts. Um, Oh, you just have to light it each time. Oh, okay. I'm learning so much about a one-hitter. I had my first blackout last night. Very nice. I can't believe that's your first. My first blackout. Wow. Because I've never, I mean, I've been drunk before. I've just never drank to the point of blackout before. Uh, And I was telling you, I was told I demanded fried chicken. Nice. I got so upset I cried when I didn't get the fried chicken. I ate a banana I don't remember eating, but I demanded it because I said I was going to throw up without it. And then I started talking about the Guatemalan banana civil war and like what Chiquita used to be. Yeah. Uh, I kept losing Kevin. I kept losing the same water bottle that everybody kept giving back to me. I met someone who I knew from the internet and just kept begging them to not remember this as our first interaction. Oh, wow. Uh, and then there's a drinking game at the end of the night where you're supposed to convince a total stranger while you're bangable, and I just told him, I'll make you feel like the girl, and you'll like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because apparently my come on is, I'm scary. Yeah. That, well, that, it, you won, so. I won. And, you know what's scarier than that? According to some people, fucking Florida. But it really, I mean. Florida. I un- it's pretty scary. I understand, uh why people say what they say about Florida, because statistically, they're right. Sure, sure. Uh, And even in my safe Tarpon Springs in Florida, where I would spend many childhoods and, I mean, many summerhood... Summerhoods? I just got three glasses of water. Hey, summerhoods can be a word. Where I'd spend all my summerhoods. Right. Ugh. One thing, <laughs> I always I always mention this about Florida. Uh, I think everyone, I don't know, I, I, I hope everyone knows it by now, but one of the reasons all those crazy news stories come out of Florida is because Florida has a lot more lax laws on what kind of information you can release yep. after an arrest. So it's not, I mean, statistically speaking, it is a little bit crazier of a place than most states, but it's not. Humidity oh, will do that to you. It's not, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. But it's not quite as crazy as it's made out to be. There's some smoke and mirrors. There. And like, even when I was there, every once in a while, I'd see like the Make, a, Make America Great Again banners, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. oh, right, red state. But it's the same reason that I love tech. I'll defend Texas is that that, while it looks like the majority, is not the representation of the people. Right. And 
one of the things I love about Florida, and it's why I go when I'm sick of L.A., is that there's not really a lot of show to people in Florida. First of all, it's too hot to wear makeup. Yes. It's too hot to pretend you're not going to look anything like other than the person that came out of the womb because everything is melting off of you all the time. Yeah. So there's a realness to people, and they're not really presenting or performing as much as people do here yeah there's no time to fuck around in that heat there's no fuck around time in that heat there's no fuck around time in that humidity so people are very genuine yeah and the thing about the like the the demographics florida's like any other big state that has a big city like illinois is typically a blue state but that's because it's chicago which is concentrated with millions and millions Mm. of democrats and then it's all rural red state types everywhere else. Yeah. And New York is that way. California's kind of that way. California has that. If you go up north and you drive towards yeah. Sacramento, you see those fucking You find a bunch of farmers who are sad that their workers are getting deported now. And it's can't like, figure out why'd why you it vote happened? for Trump? Why'd you vote for Trump, genius? And it's just kind of like those pieces of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but they are not the ones that represent it. The, the right. people in Florida... Florida is interesting in that every city that you go to is so aggressively different from each other. Yeah. Because you have like the old school beach vibe of Daytona. And then the further south you go, Florida, you're basically in Louisiana. And then you have Orlando, which is like the Anaheim of the swamps. And then you have Tarpon Springs, where I spent a lot of my upbringing in. And it's such a weird little town because it mostly relies off of tourism, but it very much has its own culture. Yeah. How often did people call it Tampon Springs? I did all the time. Okay, good. good all the time. Good. Perfect. Uh, I feel like I was the only one and Ooh, no one liked me for that. Oh, missed opportunity, <laughs> Tampon Springs. Early adopter for Tampon <laughs> Springs. And I recently went back and it was one of those like, it didn't really change, but it did in some ways, and I'm happy that it's been kind of frozen the way it was. So the main export of Tarpon Springs is natural sea sponges. Because sure, sure. Because <laughs> Tar- Tarpon Springs is basically counted as a sister city of several Greek islands because it was started by Greek settlers in the area that were fishermen, and they realized that there was a large amount of natural sea sponges in the area. So they would bring up sponges, clean them up, uh, get the, uh, I think it was called gold or something out of them, which is like this gray goop that's found in them and they just kind of wring it out and then they sell the sponges. Right. Uh, and then for a while, due to some hurricanes, the sponges weren't as great and now the sponges are good again. But if you go, you'll see boats bringing up huge nets full of sea sponges. Yeah. Which it does not smell great. But after they wash mm, them and stuff, just everywhere. Have you ever been to a tourist area where they have one export and they cram the fuck out of it into everything? Like Hatchie, oh, Mexico, yeah. where everything tastes like green chilies? Pipestone, Minnesota mm-hmm. is a uh, Native American, uh, it's like a quarry. And uh, just as the name implies, it's uh, where they got the stone that they still make a lot of their pipes from. So it's called Pipestone. And that stone is fucking everywhere hey look we made soap out of it which is what they did in tarpon because in tarpon springs what they would do is they'd mush olive oil soap into a sea sponge and they're just like buy this or they'd like put they'd put an aloe vera plant in it and they'd sell it they found every way possible to sell you sea sponges in every way shape and form uh Right down to like one woman where it's like, it could be natural tampon. Uh, tampon spray. Tampon I don't want springs. It, I don't want it in me because I feel like a sneeze will make things very uncomfortable. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I I just I have a very basic understanding of how those things work, and it still seems to me even an awful idea. It's a very it shouldn't definitely not for that, but uh there's something very silly about a town where they're fucking prized thing is a sponge like a second you walk in there's a sign that says spongerama come watch our sponge movie in sponge vision <laughs> i'm not kidding that's a word because <laughs> spongerama is the first store that they have in and they have a movie in the back about sponge diving and the history of sponges in tarpon springs and it's advertised as sponge vision that that's not a thing sponge vision <laughs> you can walk the sponge docks or tour uh Take a tour with the sponge Wait, divers. Hold on, hold on one second. The sponge dogs? Sponge dogs. Are these like, is this like a mutant hybrid? Like, dog. was there like a new. Nu- like a dog. Oh, I thought you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there are you no said dogs walk the sponge dogs. 
And I was like, let's get to Tarpon Springs. I want to see these good boys. I wish. Good Sponge Boys. I mean, there's a lot. It's Sponge a very dog-friendly. Sponge Boy, good. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Steven Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob, was from the area. Yeah. Uh, because there's there's some similarities. Um, but everywhere you go, everything is sponges, but also because the fishermen that harvested these and knew what their uses were for everyone there is mostly greek it might be one of the biggest concentrations of greek and greek orthodox people in the united states right um i don't know the exact percentage but i know it's one of the biggest because fucking everyone there is very greek and not like uh uncle jesse greek yeah where it's just like hey kids we were greek like three generations ago but thick accent too too sure. very greek so everyone is very friendly and very handsy and very mm. too much. Nope. They're handsy in a way where just like I'll be walking and then there'll be a woman where it's just kind of like you need to eat more. And then like there's just a euro in my hand and I'm just like I have to pay for this, don't I? Uh, <laughs> all, all of the like servers and shop people there are just like too much in a way that's like, oh, this is always you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where I kind of like it because it's not like a TGI Fridays too much, but it's just kind of like, a oh, you're just always right overbearing like a tgi uh, fridays where it's always someone's birthday it's always someone's birthday and they're Constantly. always just kind of like making the because when you speak to someone from a different country the jokes are very dad jokes or innuendo jokes sure so i'll be out with my parents getting like a fish sandwich you've heard me speak to people from other countries you've heard oh. it. <laughs> i'll be eating like a sandwich and the server will like say something about my dad's virility and i'm like oh god uh yikes so it's a little town of just like greek people that are all deeply too much and delicious greek food and sponges interesting and that's the right response to have if you haven't been because it sounds boring as fuck here's how truly boring it sounds on paper tarpon springs is if you go to their wikipedia and you look through their notables they have like some 1000th string nfl players a rapper I've never heard of, and their most famous notable is a woman who is in a coma for the longest time. <laughs> I think Congrats. like 167 days. Was it Terry Shivo? No. I mean, she woke up. Like, this person woke up eventually. Oh, she woke up. Yeah. Definitely not Terry Shivo. Defi- she's not alive. I mean, she though. woke up, but not all the way, if you know what I mean. Wake her up and set. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'm high. Uh, oh, yeah, it's really good week. Adam and Vanessa get high and riff part two. And I'm going to meet <laughs> someone to smoke with after Jesus. I'm going to be the highest I've ever been. And I'm going to go watch Atomic Blunt. But yeah, their most notable person was known for being sleepies for a long time. Right. Something about being there is magic. In a lifetime movie kind of this town is weird, but I love it. And I don't know why kind of way. And it's entirely both the people and the fact that everything is grouper and sponges and it's just kind of zany and peculiar, not all there. Right. And also everything around it, because the housing market is dead, they're kind of it for miles. So when you show up, it's just like, oh, fuck, tourists. Because the housing areas around it are ghost towns. Uh four different shopping centers around the house my parents had in the area. There's no more stores in it. Not one gutted. Four. That's supermarket, all of the small stores, even the little banks in it. There's nothing. Damn. Like my mom and I went to the last closed supermarket in that area of like holiday and they're like, this is our last day. That's why there's nothing on the shelves. Just because everyone's been selling their houses around it and it's slowly getting back to normal. So when you get there, it's that tourist trap we're so fucking psyched to see you. And yeah. I've always loved tourist traps as a kid because something about it just, I don't know, I like how hokey and Americana that it feels. But yeah, I'm probably going to be the only the only advocate for Tarpon Springs, but I love it. Yeah. I've, um, I've been to a town like that in Florida. What was it called? Casadega. Also, oh, that's a good Florida name. Also the name of a Bright Eyes album. Is it about Florida? Casadega. They recorded it in Casadega, which is interesting if you've ever seen Casadega, because it is the size of, I swear it's like the size of maybe four football fields. Oh, boy. It's a very small, small town. And its defining characteristic is that everyone there is a psychic or medium. 
It is the largest collective of psychics in the United States, I think maybe in the world. And it's... Does nobody get into accidents there? That, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a cemetery there, and I wonder if they just put those things up like ahead of time. Like you just see like yours you just one drive day, by like, and you're like, oh, oh man. man, God damn it, that's me. I knew me. those tea leaves were sketchy. I was wondering why it was dark in this room, and I just realized I'm wearing sunglasses. Yeah, you're wearing like shooting glasses, like you're going to the, the I look range like Hunter S. Thompson. This. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, Casadega, it's... I went in uh, like March 2014, I think, and it's about half an hour, 45 minutes, fuck, I don't know, mm-hmm. east east of, uh, where is, uh, east of Orlando, I believe. Okay. I think it's further east. I don't know. But it's close to Orlando, and it's all psychics and mediums. There's no ATM, despite it being super duper touristy. The fuck? There's you have to drive to a nearby town, which is like five miles away, just to get an ATM, which was the weirdest. One person couldn't be the, like, "This is the cashback guy." Weirdest thing about the city by far to me was no ATM. Well, no, uh, no ATM, and also Frank Sinatra Hotel themed. It was just called the Frank Sinatra Hotel. Did you stay there? I did not. We didn't stay overnight. I'm not. That's how horror movies start. Like, that was a day trip for sure. I once stayed in a place called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, and that's for sure a yeah. horror movie city. Yeah, yeah. So is Roswell. I stayed in Roswell once. We saw a fight in a Buffalo Wild Wings. No aliens, but. That's magic. We did see Eagles and Cowboys fans fight at a Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like, why do either of you care this much? We're in New Mexico. Also, we're in a Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the most corporate of the wing places. Yeah. This is no place for aggression. They're watching you. If you want to get into a fight at a wing place, do it at a Hooters. Yeah. Well, no. You might accidentally... This is way off track, and uh, we're actually talking about it on the Monday show this week, so I don't even know why I'm bringing it up, but have you seen the video of the guy who, first of all, tried to rob a Starbucks wearing an Optimus Prime mask, and then a customer sees him walking in with the gun, and this old dude grabs a chair and starts beating the guy with the chair, and everyone's like, oh, hero fights off Robert Starbucks. Meanwhile, the whole time he's wrestling with the guy, the guy's gun is pointed right at where all the employees were. Oh, my God. So if that thing went off accidentally, or if he just started firing, that's a fucking tragedy. It's like... Keep your chairs to yourself, Grandpa. Jesus Christ. Chill. Learn how to control a situation. You don't need to be the hero you know, all the time. You know where that wouldn't happen? Casadega. We because actually, everyone's a psychic. Everyone is a psychic. When I, It's on one of the Unpops podcasts from back around then. It would have been one of the early ones before we hit the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And we went and got uh, we got psychic readings i was with uh, a girl i was dating at comic at the time and uh it was such bullshit the first people first one we tried to go to the woman mm-hmm. was hammered <laughs> hammered and it was like one o'clock in the afternoon so i was like okay well this is this is who i want i want her to tell my future but she like couldn't see us because I don't know she already started drinking or something mm-hmm. she I, she probably just like starts drinking as soon as she gets one psychic reading it's like her like she panhandles but the people come to her mm. basically but uh so we went to this other one and we did them separate uh-huh. and uh i stood in the front yard and got spooked every time a gecko ran somewhere in my periphery, <laughs> which was constantly and then uh i go in and they do the reading and she's like there's someone who like watches over you someone who died recently uh, his uh, first name starts with a J, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> did my has, cousin Jason die? I don't, has Jeff been I a ghost to, yeah, this entire like, time? Yeah, did Jeff die? I have no idea. Uh, so none of that made sense. And then she like, uh, she told me things that once we came out of it and conversed about our separate readings, she was just like asking questions based on what the person who went in before me said about me. It's like, you fucking, that was smart. Good job. Good job, you ass. But it's 
it's it's a community of scammers. It's a good place to buy crystals. They have a gift store where they'll sell you crystals, and then you can just stroll around the town, and everyone's front door has a sign advertising their psychic or tarot card reading or whatever services. It's Los Angeles of the South. Yeah, it's 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 kind of creepy. Like it's it. It doesn't feel threatening. It just feels weird. Unsettling. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, you all agreed on this? Yeah. And it's got, like, there's a plaque. If you look into the history of it, it was started in the 1800s in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. And then they got, like, uh, forced out of upstate New York, or maybe there's still a compound up there. But this kid at, like, 12 had this vision that he was going to uh, grow up and start a big community of mediums somewhere and uh he fucking did it he grew did he up just send them all to the cornfield together he grew up and did that shit he was like let's go to florida psychics and everyone came with him onward that's even creepier like yeah the, yeah the prodigal child brings with him clairvoyance yeah they all should have known to go there that's it's so hard to not make that joke when you're talking about psychics like they should have known. <laughs> like, how do you not hear of an obituary in that town and just be like, <laughs> guess they didn't see that coming. Yeah. Or if they just, why don't they all make their obituaries? I saw it coming. Yeah. Deep vein thrombosis should have known to stand up, stupid. <laughs> aneurysm. We all die by aneurysm. <laughs> the only thing a psychic can't predict. Oh, uh, here it comes. <laughs> Have you been to Disney World? Yes, many times. I've only been once. It was when I was in fifth grade, and I forgot to unpack after I came back. And when I got to school, I opened my backpack, and a pair of tidy whities fell out. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> it's most of what I remember about Disney World. Uh, I keep going back because it's just kind of one of the few times where... It sounds lame, but I could be a kid again, even in very adult ways. Yeah. Because it's just its own compound where I forget that there's an outside. Because right. it's so massive. All of their parks and their downtown Disney. It's it's this own city where you're just kind of like, there's no outside. I'm not at work. And when I go, I actually find out the cheapest way to go isn't by renting, like because there's a lot of cool themed resorts that are its own thing to do. I get a cabin. Uh, oh yeah you can get a cabin in like this redwood that they made up outside of there and it's like a hundred dollars a night uh, and it's this big old cabin and I'm just kind of lost I'm not talking and to this anyone. is in Florida and this is in Disneyland Flo- Disney World Florida Wow. and I go to Epcot because it's like the adult Disneyland where you can just drink in a circle and mm-hmm. then you forget everything um, but I just remember the town uh, that I was trying to talk about because it had one of my favorite childhood memories did you ever hear about the wiki watching mermaids I have not. It's the most touristy thing. So the Wikiwaji Mermaids were this theater, and it was really popular in like that kind of hokey 60 time, and then they closed it for a bit, and then they reopened it, where it was the theater that had a natural, if you can even look up Wikiwaji Mermaids, had a natural water runoff, just so you can kind of get an idea what it looks like. How how do you, how are we spelling that? Oh, God, I think it was W-E-E-K-I-E. Wiki. Wiki Wachi Mermaids. Wiki Wachi is one word. Mermaids. Because Florida has a uh, lot of interesting, like, kiss no, me. Not. How do I spell Wiki Wachi? Uh, it's two words. W E E K I. You fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you blew that. And Wachi is like watch <laughs> with an I. No, you got Wachi right. You were re- actually pretty much, you yes. nailed it. You just put an extra E on the end. So. Wiki Wachi Mermaids. Little Caesars in Wiki Wachi. There's that's, a that's hot. Pizza Pizza. Uh it's this theater where it has this natural water runoff and they filled it with water. And so there's fish and things that come in naturally. But they dress up women like mermaids and they have tubes hidden in places with oxygen. And they'll take a big gulp and then they'll do like this underwater dance with like this uh lip synced audio over it. But one of the funniest things I ever saw when I was a kid was because the water that flows in is coming in naturally yeah you know there's fish and other things i watched a small sea turtle make its way in and the mermaids were starting to pan not a sea turtle like a like a turtle turtle 
Yeah. Like a little web-footed guy that swims in ponds. And the mermaids started to panic because they didn't know what to do. And it was really curious and kept trying to like check him out. Yeah. So you kept watching these women wearing latex fins, like trying to smile and shuffle in front of this tank, but also frantic paddling away from this tiny turtle. Oh. It was awesome. I don't know if it's still open. I'm watching a video of it now. This is from 2013. In a town with a population of four, yep. live mermaids perform three or four daily shows for an entrance fee of just $13. I've always wondered if there's any mermaids that ever drowned during that show, because they don't have scuba packs. They take gulps of air from hidden tubes. And like, what if you're the one idiot that forgot to turn on one of the tubes before showtime? Mermaids got no air. Also, how do you I'm train Googling to be a wiki watchy mermaid? Is that like a Benihana chef? Like, is there a school for wiki watchy mermaids? Uh, wiki watchy drowning claims. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's one. Well, she was hurt in a boating accident. That doesn't seem like the same thing. Oh, she's pretty. Was there a boat in the wiki watchy mermaid tank? <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody just drive a boat into the tank? She reaches for her oxygen. It's just the rudder of a boat. <laughs> and that's how mermaids and manatees die. Uh, yeah, she was just boating in the Gulf of Mexico, I feel like which they by itself sound... is you're rolling the dice. I know. There's so many cases where I was just kind of like, why'd you get a, why'd you rent a boat, dad? This was terrible. Uh, but I feel like someone would have drowned by now. Yeah, you would think. It's not the safest looking setup, but it's very magical and very silly. Rest in peace, Samantha Maywell. Rest in peace, Samantha Maywell. Airhorn her. She's the one who was struck by the boat. Mm. Yeah, I want to go check that out sometime. Uh, I love anything hella touristy in the area. And my favorite one by far, and I've like gushed about this on another podcast, but I'll never stop, is Gatorland. Yes, you've talked about Gatorland before. So many times. So Gatorland, their breeding marsh, which is basically just like this pond where gators fuck in a bunch, was actually used in Temple of Doom. Uh, if you couldn't guess what the main attraction at Gatorland is. Shoes. It, they're gators that were going to be shoes, but they were taken from oh. a life of being shoes or meat. Oh, good boys. They're, they're good boys. And uh, they used to just have just gators. That you look you looked at, and they've been upping it to Gator zip lines and Junior Gator wrestling. Uh, gator zip lines. You can zip line over a gator pit. That that seems perilous. Are they like muzzled and shit? They're not muzzled. You're just high. Up. But what they did was you're over a netting thing. Oh. And they separated a column of water in the middle, so that if you su- if the netting somehow falls. You still have that second barrier of separate, unless a gator slipped into that column. Yeah, then you're then you're all fucked up. Then you're gonna get your butt eaten. Right. Uh, and not the fun way. <laughs> 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 Give me a bia for that booty eating. There it is. Uh, but they've added like a lot more things to it. You can get like your photo taken with the gator and all that good stuff. And they have like a giant concrete gator mouth outside. Uh. And my favorite thing was you used to be able to call in and after hours they would have this insane dude who was just like, yee-haw, you reached Gatorland. We're not here at the moment, but leave, leave, please leave a message. Press two for Spanish. And then you'd press two and you'd go, I don't speak Spanish. And it'd hang up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, I guess. trolled. And then I guess Gabe Iglesia did a joke about this. Uh-huh. And so it put some eyes on Gatorland and they were just kind of like, what are, don't have Spanish, just don't have Spanish <laughs> or do, there's no whatever you're doing right now. So now uh, if you call in, it's, yeah, you've reached Gatorland. Da-da-da-da-da. Press two for Spanish. And you press two and he goes, I don't speak Spanish, but my little Almiguita does, and here she is to speak Spanish. And then it's a woman in Spanish in like the most normal voice that just goes, uh, in, she says in Spanish, pardon my friend, and then <laughs> does her spiel in Spanish. But I like that it just starts with her going, pardon my friend. I like that he still has to be involved in the after that. Like, just take that whole part out. You dude. don't need to be there. It, it can just go straight. Be... I don't speak Spanish, but here's my abaguita. It's a tradition. People like it. 
Can I call Gatorland on my phone? You can call Gatorland on your phone. They should be closed because what time is it on the East Coast? It would be almost eight on the East Coast. I hope Gatorland is not open that late. Yeah, who would want to see alligators that late? There is. I was. I, I did a podcast about James Bond a few weeks ago. Someone, uh, Ed Greer and Ron Swallow's podcast. Love Ed Greer. And we were talking about crocodiles because there's a scene in a James Bond movie where he runs across a river and uh, there's five crocodiles and he just jumps on each one of their heads. They filmed that with actual crocodiles. What the fuck? All they did was they chained them to the floor of the the pond. Oh, puppies. But they didn't uh, muzzle them because he wanted it to look realistic. And they did it five times. He got bit the fourth time and then nailed it the fifth time. But that means three other times he fell in the water. (laughs) And they just found a dude who owned a crocodile farm and they were like, can we step on your crocodiles? Even better. They were like, can you step on, our, on your crocodiles and do this stunt for us? Because you're the expert. And he was like, sure. Because they were in South Africa or something like that. So is that South Africa? Sure. Uh, yeah, it was probably like Dave Matthews' dad or something. All right. Dave Matthews, South Africa? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? A veritable extravaganza of fun and excitement. Home of the all-new screaming gators this time, man. You're going to love this place. Just, just not about this here minute, because, well, we're closed for the night. For generally information in Espanola, you can press number five. For English, let me see why you ain't got to go. You just sit right here. I'm telling you, Gator Land's up. Oh, <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't speak no Spanish, but hey, my little amiga does here, so un momento, por favor. Disculpen a mi amigo, que es un poquito raro. Gracias por llamar a Gaylan. It's my favorite thing! Oh, what a sellout that lady is. Oh my God. It would have been funny if she just comes on and goes, save me. I mean, in Spanish, obviously. Save me. I'm chained to the bottom of this (laughs) pond and everyone's stepping on me. Oh, my God. I love me some Gatorland. It it does seem like a a fun place. I would go. What's your favorite tourist trap that you've ever been to? Um, That is a good question. Oh, the Mall of America. I fucking love the Mall of America. I've always wanted to go. I, I used to live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is maybe, it's like three hours from mm. Minneapolis. And the Mall of America is actually in Bloomington, which means it's about 15, 20 minutes closer uh, if you're coming from that direction. And uh, I used to go to the Mall of America all the fucking time. There's a really great comedy club on the mm. third floor uh, that closed down. And now there's another really great comedy club there. There's a Hooters. There is an aquarium in the basement. And then it's just floor after floor of uh, stores with no sales tax because there's no sales tax in Minneapolis. Fuck yeah, Minneapolis. Or in Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you buy like you buy a shirt and it says twenty four ninety nine. They're like, and it's just twenty four ninety nine, and it's great. Um, I've always, I've, I've, I think I've been there maybe seven or eight times because I would when I would go to concerts, which I was went to concerts mm-hmm. all the time because there's nothing else to do in South Dakota but fucking leave. I would go to concerts in Minneapolis and we would stay overnight and just stay by the Mall of America and then like drive in or take mm-hmm. a cab into Minneapolis to see the show. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, it's just fun to fucking walk around. I'm always, uh, well, the the aquarium in the basement is fucking great. I, I was aquariums. I was on that once with a friend. We had gone to a we were going to a Neil Young show and we stopped at the Mall of America first so we could go to Hooters and then we had time to kill so we went to the aquarium and we're on one of those conveyor belt kind of things cuz it's one of those underwater tunnel deals and there's a button underneath a plastic cover and it says do not lift cover and she looks at it and immediately lifts the cover cuz you have to. Well she was drunk. And yeah, you you see that you have to conveyor belt stops, people fall, an alarm goes off. Oh my off. god! We get kicked out of underwater world for the day. <laughs> it was it was it was bad times. But I'm always I love the Mall of America, and I'm always amazed it hasn't been the target of a terrorist attack yet. Because it's so big and so it's so congested. big. There's so many entrance points. There's 
no security. Like there's. I wouldn't have. Ima- Did we just make this appealing for a terrorist attack? Well, that's like there was. You know, we. That's what we do. Like, whenever we hear about that, it's always, oh my god, if terrorists had a like, if terrorists just read this article, they'd know they could shut down this nuclear reactor. And it's like, don't tell them. But, the but they got to know about the Mall of America. Is right? in the Mall of America. Right. Right. Now, tourist traps are obviously massively important to the economies of the people that live around them. Like they, they needed to feed their families. They needed to pay for their homes. Why do you think people shit on tourist traps so much? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think it's unwarranted in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's that same thing as like, Oh, anything corporate sucks or whenever yeah. something gets too big, it sucks. Like I'm, it always blows my mind when people like shit on times square and they're like, oh, you don't need to go to Times Square. Go fucking go to Times Square if you've never been to New York. Don't be an asshole. I never like, got to see the strip because everybody's always just kind of like, you don't need to go see the strip. Let's just go see this thing off site. I'm like, let me see the strip while I'm here. In Vegas? Yeah, I've never seen the strip and I've been to Vegas twice. Yeah, well, yeah, what the, yeah, what the fuck? I've never been to Vegas, but I, I don't think I'd go anywhere but unless I was going to that every fucking time I, pawn shop from the History Channel. Every time I go, people are like, let's just go outside of Vegas. And I've only stayed like by Excalibur where there isn't really anything to do. So this time when I go in November, I'm staying in the middle. I want to see the fucking strip. Yeah. I want to see all of that shit. The rest of Nevada's terrifying. I want to see exactly how hokey and great everything is. Yeah. I like hokey. Like if you if you go to like, I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, go to, like, if you're in New York again, like, Central Park. Yeah. You go to Central Park. Everybody's like, oh, it's overrated. But every landmark, like, if you're in Arizona, you're not going to be like, the Grand Canyon's overrated. It's just a big hole in the ground. And it probably is. But if you were there, you're going to go. Like, Why are you going to purposely deny yourself something that everybody likes for a reason? And don't be so defeatist about your trip to New York. You'll fucking get back there and see other stuff. Yeah. Live, live, live the good life. Give, go, go give see yourself some tourist some, shit. Give yourself some warm nuts at, at at Times Square. Right, and then go to Canal Street and buy a fake Rolex. Help fund some terrorism. Always fun. Like the any time I see a street sign where somebody clearly put some sense together and are trying to figure out what the genuine populace likes, and they try and put together a roadside attraction is hilarious to me and i have to stop and it's not even like a kind of make fun of it but i'm like ah this isn't bad for like what you guys like the thing did you ever see the billboards for the thing yes and i don't know what it is so on your way from here to texas you'll see just billboard after billboard this many miles until the thing can you handle the thing you're getting closer to the thing right and then eventually you get there and the thing is just kind of like a statue of an alien in a very warm uh, bunker with some like other weird art and a beef jerky stand. <laughs> I think did I see that on? I think I saw that on like American Pickers or something. Yeah, where they've yeah. got like uh, old soda machines and stuff right. like that just lying around a lot too. Uh, but at the same time, it's just kind of like cool. There's a paper mache alien in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I could have just stopped at a gas station or here. This is better. Yeah, they're at least they're trying. Like, there's a bunch of that shit in Wisconsin where I lived for a long time. Mm. There's, a like, the House on the Rock is a really cool thing. It's like a Frank Lloyd Wright house, and it's built on top of a very high rock. And they have, they've made it like a museum. It's got all this crazy mm. shit in it. One thing, there are some overrated roadside attractions. I will always... Uh, tell people that stopping for Wisconsin cheese in Wisconsin at one of those little uh, roadside spots, just get your cheese at any gas station, grocery store. That shit is everywhere in Wisconsin and it's just chunks of cheddar cheese. It's just cheddar. You're, you are way overthinking it. That's what I tell people about getting jerky anywhere. If you get jerky in big bear or I got jerky in Big Bear that is the exact same supplier I looked on the label as the jerky place I went to in Florida. <laughs> Literally the exact same place. I held them up to each other, same place. Yeah. And I realized a lot of these jerky places get their jerky from somewhere else, but they're just kind of, and they'll just kind of package it with like their name on it. Right. And in your head, you're just kind of like, cool, local jerky. I can bring this home. It'll last forever. 
They're usually from the same place. Unless you see meat hanging in the window, they're not making the jerky. Yeah. You don't need to pay an insane markup because it's like, this one's Gator and I'm in Florida. Right. Roadside restaurants are always good, though. I've loved every roadside Almost restaurant. Almost every. Get a burger, if nothing else. Get a burger. Get a melt. Uh, there's one I went to where they had all-you-can-eat fried chicken every day. That's... And it, I would have just moved. And it wasn't like there. heat lamp fried chicken or like chicken strippy fried chicken. Yeah. It was that perfect someone's mom's recipe, mm. super crunchy, like big oil vat fried chicken. Yeah. Like the skin crackling as it comes to you. And I think it was like $12 for that. And they'd give you like mashed potatoes, coleslaw and a roll. And I ate more fried chicken than I ever had in my entire life. And I think I just fell asleep for like 15 hours after. That, that sounds like a good time. Roadside stands are the best. In Florida, you can actually go to roadside stands and they'll give you juiced sugar cane, which is way less sweet than you think it'd be, and it's very refreshing. I Yeah, I don't remember seeing that. I didn't, I didn't get out much in Florida. I really wanted to go to uh, the Disney, the abandoned Disney water park, water park which uh, just to give people some quick background... A kid died there of uh, some sort of bacterial infection. That and this he, was the abandoned park. It's the abandoned one. It, this was in because 19- it never even became a park. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was a park, and uh, this kid died of like a brain parasite that he got because the filtration system broke. It was probably and, a rat worm. There's a lot of that in Florida. And this happened in 1980, and then they immediately shut it down 21 years later uh, after 9-11 killed tourism because they they basically... No one was flying. Yeah, no one was flying, and it was just kind of a bitch to keep open. And we were going to go, but we found out not long before we left for Florida that the road that leads to it had been... closed down and there were like guards Mm -hmm. so the only way you could get to it was to jet ski across uh gator infested water so then i really wanted to go because then you're basically james bond just that part sounds a-okay to me that sounds like a lot of fun but we didn't do it there's honestly a few things more terrifying and more cool than seeing a gator bloop up next to you when you're like in the safety of a boat i bet uh, I've never experienced that in the water. And when I was a kid, I used to swim like in the ponds and stuff all the time. And then I eventually learned just assume every water has gators in it. Yeah. Uh, but there was one day where it was my uncle had like a pontoon. And a lot of people don't know this, but gator eyes glow red at night. Yeah. And we had like floodlights on the sides of the pontoon. And one of the floodlights, you just kind of see a shadow bloop up. And then the, just the two little red beads. And then you saw the silhouette of the gator as we passed it. And it was carry a whole dog in its mouth big. And it didn't want anything to do with us. It was just right. kind of like, I'm here. But it was one of those in your head, you never realized how truly big they are. Right. And I was just like, oh, the entirety of my body is just its torso. Yeah. And they're <laughs> so, they're, they're one of those animals that they kind of react to movement. So yeah. if they're close by and you fall in the water, it's just instinctively snap going to snap at you. Uh, remember that? I'm almost positive this was in Florida. Uh, the guy who was s- literally sta- on a boat in water that had all of these warning signs about how you cannot go in this water because it's infested with gators. And he yelled, fuck gators oh yeah and jumped in the water and immediately got eaten immediately immediately like he gators said fuck were, that gator like on the way down a gator was like what was that fuck us no no like i wouldn't be surprised if one of them caught it in his mouth oh my god like treats <laughs> oh boy speaking of fucking gators uh one of my yes. favorite news stories that i got a little bit upset at as i started reading was this guy who smoked a bunch of ice in australia and uh, he was running around naked on a beach, and they saw a saltwater crocodile. Yeah. And then he pointed at it and said, I'm going to fuck it. Uh, and then he tried to have sex with it, and his friends were quoted as saying to the police, we think he got it in because the gator got all wily. <laughs> okay. We think he got it in. Uh, 
because I guess the gator rolled over, grabbed him by the arm, and just pulled him into the water. Uh, Good. And then just they said just there were no more bubbles. It just immediately took him deep into the water. And when they were re- writing the police report, they said it was the headline, and then uh, man attacked by alligator. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That gator did nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, that gator, gator did not attack him. Defended itself. Man dies in gator self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Man dies raping gator. Gator wins. Yeah. If anything, that gator is just doing what everyone wishes we could. Right, right. Where it's just kind of like, fuck you, I'm drag, like, fuck me, I'm dragging you under the ocean yeah. until you can't breathe anymore. I'm like, why didn't they clear? Rapist dies. Gator, <laughs> valiant gator defends itself. Yeah. That, yeah, good. That guy deserves that. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy for trying to fuck that gator. <laughs> how, how would you even know? I mean, I guess down there, there, it's like a farm animal, kind of. Like, you would just know where where the gator poon is, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I know where it is. Where is it? So, if you go... How <laughs> men can never find the gator poon. They'll never find the gator clit. You can't make a gator come. <laughs> uh, I did see something really cool while I was in Florida this last time. I took Kevin to Bush Gardens because he just loves animals. And uh, Bush Gardens. Bush. <laughs> Go on. When you first walk in, there's the kind of gator pit where you're like, oh, this isn't safe. Because what's separating you and the gators is just decorative fencing. Oh, nice. You could very easily just kind of lean over and just like play shove someone into the fencing and they just fall into the water. And you're so like, it was my toe fence gator mouth. That's. No, I don't like that. That's how close. Like I, if I spat, it would have been just a foot down and I'd hit a gator. Mm. That's. Yeah, that seems perilous. How close it was. And one gator did this thing that I didn't think I'd see when I was there because it was right at the end of their mating season, where when a gator does a mating call, uh, they lift their head and tail out of the water and they make this rattling from the belly noise, like a (gasps) noise. All right. And the water around them is it's so deep and so rattly that the water around them starts to vibrate and splash over them. Damn. It's a like if you look it up. It's a fucking spectacle. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a dinosaur noise. And it's basically like their way of like, fuck me. And like just gator mating call. Uh, it's insane because the water around them rumbles and it just looks like it's water jets just because of uh, the sound vibrating through it. And so another gator hears this call in this gator pond and mounts that gator and these kids are like mom the gators are hugging and i just look at kevin i'm like that is absolutely not what happened that's not happening uh those they are having intercourse i feel like this isn't i don't think it's connected oh yeah it's not connected do you hear that i do hear insane prehistoric shit good boy dinosaur they're good boys, and when they have their mating calls, they look really scary, and you can see how truly large they are because their head and tail come out of the water. Yeah. There's one video of a lady standing on a dock and dozens of gators doing that around her, and it's just deafening. Ugh. That's, yeah. You're just her- surrounded yeah, this by is why I, All of this is why I don't fuck around in water. I don't go in the ocean. I'm not going in lakes. I'm not going in your ponds. Fuck that. That's that. Those are all for the the gators. They can the, have them in the fishes. They're good. They're big, good puppies. Yeah, they can. They can. It's theirs. Yeah. Uh, what would you say a tourist trap represents about the community around it? Um, I think usually if if you look into it, it represents. I mean, normally the history, or mm-hmm. at least some key part. Something they're really proud of, of the history. Something they're really proud of. Something they do really well i mean that's the thing that's why it's cheese it's why in wisconsin hatchet cookies by the lizzie borden house exactly yeah yeah it's uh you know cheese in wisconsin uh that's the only place i don't i don't even remember what the fuck we had in illinois uh hot dogs with terrible toppings in chicago i mean well pizza too of course um but yeah it's i think it's usually just a representation of some facet of their history that they're proud enough of that they carry it on to that day. Either that or it's people just trying to trying to get paid. Because uh, I don't know how, how big of a, a part of history most places... Uh, I don't know if fireworks are that. I think it's places that, that feel like they know they're not... 
they aren't considered important history, but it's their right. history. Yeah. And it yeah. means something to them. Yeah, for sure. Like there's there's some small town in South Dakota where the little league or the minor league baseball hall of fame is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that even real? Or did you just compile a bunch of minor league shit and you're like, here's the museum? Or it's like, just like a toy store. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. just an old toy store where it's just like, check out these old bears we never sold. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That happened to Kevin's mom where she was at some place where she's like, I want to go check out a skateboard museum. And the guy in the parking lot was like, I actually wasn't going to open it today, but like, you can come in if you want. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what would you, what kind of mindset would you say someone should be in when they go to a tourist trap so they're not a jaded piece of shit about it? Well, just don't be a jaded piece of shit about it. Just show up and have fun. This is why, clearly someone's passion project. Like, why do you have, why does everything have to be such a, like. Authentic experience. Yeah, just enjoy it. Just, you know, go in and you don't have to buy anything. Go in and. Look and at the paper mache alien. Fucking look around, you know. If you're in Roswell, look at the shit with all the aliens. If you're in Florida, it. do the hokey stuff because a lot of the times the hokey stuff is done by really passionate local people. Yeah. If you're in New Mexico, look at the balloons. Avoid the meth. Look at the flowers. Uh, before we go, it, I'm very high and I'm trying to remember this last question. Okay. I we got to go eat ribs. Rib- I know. We got to go eat ribs and then I got to go see, see a movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go, since we talked about Florida, we should start and end with Florida. We should. What is your favorite staying true to what Florida is sometimes? Florida news story. Oh, I think, I mean, the the face zombie is still a really crazy story to me. The guy that just attacked a random homeless person and started eating his face. That was there. That was in Florida. And that's one where, like, first you heard that he was you know, doing bath salts, and then you heard it was synthetic weed, and then it was like, yeah, maybe he wasn't even high. He was just crazy. And it's like they've never really accurately (laughs) explained what happened. Like, this motherfucker just very much zombied out in the middle of the day and ate a motherfucker. And everybody's explanation usually just is, it's Florida! Florida man! But Florida isn't all zombie face-eating people. There's a lot of warm, good people in Florida... Please go eat touristy key lime pie. Please go hang out in Tarpon Springs or just tell me what your favorite tourist trap is. Uh, so go outside and take a walk, even though it's really hot and your thighs rub together. And Adam, can I have a glass of water? I'm really dehydrated. Absolutely not. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.